But on February 1st, we welcome in Black History Month in conversation with NAACP Illinois Conference President Teresa Haley. Joining us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Teresa, thanks again for always taking time with us here on WMAY. Uh, it's always good to hear from you. Uh, and uh, some big things happening uh, later on this month. The 100th banquet for the NAACP is going to be happening. But a little change, of course, with COVID-19 concerns. Uh, tell us what's going on. Well, we're going to be celebrating our 100th anniversary um, in terms of the Freedom Fund Banquet. This year we're doing it virtually, but we are so excited. We have our first black speaker of the House for Illinois, Chris Welch, who will be our keynote speaker. So we're looking forward to bringing it in with a bang. February 21st, where can people get information about registering for that virtual event? Actually, they can go to the SpringfieldNAACP.org webpage. Um, We're going to be putting something on Facebook later today to make people aware of it. And we're accepting donations because, of course, we can't have a formal sit-down banquet with food. um, But we still need donations to keep the operation going forward, especially with our new building. Teresa Haley with the NAACP joining us. And for people who don't know uh, the history of the NAACP, it's rooted right here in Springfield. Give us a a brief overview for people who, who don't know that history. Well, the 1908 race riots led to the start of the NAACP as we know it today. We continue to be the oldest, the boldest, the most loved, the most hated civil rights organization in the world. And what people need to know is NAACP is not just about black folks. It's about all folks. Anyone who has been discriminated against can contact us on a regular basis. And I think that's important to note. Uh, it's 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 about civil rights, and that's not for any one segment of people. That's for all people, uh, and it's something that uh, everybody has to constantly strive for, not just for themselves, but when they see it happening in other communities, they need to stand up and speak out. Uh, talking with Teresa Haley with the NAACP, and, and there's been a lot of efforts lately uh, to uh, designate the 1908 race riots sites as uh, historical designations. A lot of efforts from uh, members of Congress, all the way from you know, Congressman Rodney Davis up to U.S. Senator Dick Durbin. Uh, where are we at in that? We are continuing to move forward. Rodney Davis just put something out last week. I had a conference call with Tammy Duckworth. So Illinois is on the map and Springfield for that historical site. Our goal is to have it in place by 2025. So again, we're working towards donations and funding to make that historical site a reality right here in our hometown. We definitely want to do everything we can to help out in uh, getting those funds raised because some of the stuff that's been unearthed uh, that was long forgotten uh, and it's amazing to think that uh, you know a major construction project like a rail relocation uh, led to the unearthing of some of these things uh, and it really tells a, an incredible story Teresa it does you know the NAACP we fought against the high-speed rail being moved to the 10th Street corridor only for this discovery to happen. So now we're expecting all of Illinois and all of Springfield to come together because this is our history, and this historical monument is about Springfield's history, good, bad, or indifferent. It's part of our history, and we need to share it because if you don't know your history, you're bound to repeat it, especially the bad parts of it. No question about it. Uh, Teresa Haley here on the WMAY Morning News Feed at 7.15. I'm Greg Bishop. Thanks for taking time with us each and every weekday morning on WMAY. Uh, and Teresa, a lot of uh, activities with uh, over the past year uh, in, in raising uh, questions about the relation of uh, police within minority communities. Um, we've seen some actions at the State House to address some of that. Uh, how how 
how many how how large have the strides been in recent years and what what's left that needs to be done? Well, the momentum has definitely picked up with all of the Black Lives Matters activities because all lives matters, but Black Lives Matter in this sense because we continue to see Black folks being not only discriminated against, but being killed at the hands of police. The NAACP, the last five, six, seven years, we worked on the 10 shared principles, building relationships instead of tearing down relationships with our local police departments. And we're, we're doing a really good job with that. And we're coming together. We're talking about de-escalation. We're talking about every life should be valued and appreciated. However, in working with the Black Caucus and working with Illinois State Police, they just signed off on the 10 principles last month. We want to make sure that we're not trying to defund our police departments. We're trying to reform our police departments. And what that looks like is looking at disadvantages and how blacks and other minorities have continued to be discriminated against are treated disproportionately um, by police officers. So we're working extremely hard on getting rid of the cash bill. So that was one of the things the NAACP wanted to see happen. There are a lot of myths and stereotypes that, you know, you're just going to let criminals out back out into their communities. But the fact remains that more blacks and other minorities sit behind jail because they can't pay their bail waiting to be sentenced. I know personal people who've been in county jails for up to two and three years. So these counties are making money on the backs of these inmates who haven't even been sentenced yet. So we're wanting to change that. Um, We're having some discussions now on the qualified immunity. seems to be a big snag with the Illinois police departments, the sheriff's departments, and the black community. So with the black caucus, we're trying to work through that language to strengthen that language and not lose that language, but to make sure that police officers are held accountable. We have good and bad in all of our communities. The same thing happens with our police department. Teresa Haley with the NAACP here on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, Something else I wanted to get your reaction to, uh, of course, with COVID-19, it's highlighted disparities all across the spectrum uh, and uh, really has highlighted the disparities in health care for minority communities. And one number that stuck out to me last week when I got uh, the the suicide statistics uh, from the Illinois Department of Public Health, overall, um, suicides are down. But there were several categories where suicides were up. Young adults, there was an increase. Elderly people, there was an increase. There was also an increase in Hispanic and Black communities. Uh, talk about uh, the you know the the importance of understanding the difference between physical and mental health, and how uh, some communities are negatively uh, impacted by uh, disparate uh, services being offered. Well, black and brown communities have always been discriminated against in terms of health care. There's always been a disparity there. And the other flip side of it, we have our own stereotypes and our own myths about when to go and seek treatment. Um, No one wants to be stereotyped as, quote, crazy or having mental problems. And so instead of going to getting the treatments that we need, we avoid those services. We don't want that stigma. Um, It prevents us from getting jobs. So we think instead of helping us to get back on track and being healthy um, with our minds and with our body and our soul completely. So suicides are up in the black community, one because of depression, the other because of isolation, and the other is just because of lack of knowledge. We don't have black professionals, people who look like us, who we feel comfortable talking about and being open and honest 
but I'm asking anyone who's suffering from mental health issues to go get help. Help is just right around the corner. You may not like the person that you're talking to, but that person took an oath to make sure that they're taking care of your physical and your mental health. So please get help if you need the help. Teresa Haley, finally here. Uh, There's been a lot of conversation as well about uh, vaccine apprehension uh, and a lot of focus on uh, minority communities that may be uh, hesitant in getting the vaccine. Uh, What's what's your message to to those who have questions about it, who want to get more information before they actually make that decision? Well, you can actually go to the NAACP's Facebook page or you can go to a YouTube. A couple of weeks ago, we did a town hall meeting for two hours with black doctors and the COVID-19 vaccine, breaking down the myths, the stereotypes, um, dealing with the facts and the non-facts about the vaccine. And all of these black doctors have gone on and actually gotten a shot. And so, therefore, they talked about the pros and the cons. They talked about the symptoms. They talked about the myths. And it made a lot more people in the black and brown community feel comfortable and feel safe on going forward. So I think if you're promoting things about getting the shot, having people who look like them and having people who've gotten the shot will help us to want to take the shot and believe that it's not going to hurt us, that it's going to help us and that's going to save lives. So if you're able to get the shot, um, please get the shot. If you can't get the shot or you're apprehensive about getting the shot, make sure that you're talking to family and friends and you're talking to physicians that you trust and you believe in because getting the shot can curb this virus and it can save lives. Teresa Haley, one last time here for the 100th banquet. Give us the details coming up uh, February 21st. How can people take part in that? February 21st, 245 via Facebook, via Zoom. Contact the NAACP at 217-789-2721 for more information. And thank you so much for promoting this. Again, we are so excited. This is our first opportunity to have a virtual banquet and to have our first Black Speaker of the House, Chris Welch, as our speaker. So we are so excited and we're looking forward to 100 years of a banquet and still going strong. Yeah, that's uh, pretty incredible. Uh, and the NAACP has actually been around for 112 years. But yeah, I don't know many other places that could say they've had a banquet for 100 years in a row. Uh, so thumbs up. Here's to another 100. Thank you so much.